Welcome to USF Don's Baseball. We're here. A lot of you watching this video or on podcasts, Don's TV, or on the Anchor.fm ASN Bay Air podcast. We have a special guest here or today on Don's TV and on the Anchor.fm ASN Bay Area. He's our new pitching coach for the USF Don's. He was at Delta College, and the numbers are just uh, – for eight straight eight appearances, uh, C, the triple, the triple C, double A, five Final Four appearances, and he built the Mustangs uh, pitching staff. The 28 of those pitchers have gone on to Division One programs. Uh, four consensus All-Americans and led the state in strikeouts on three different occasions. And Matt Capitcher, welcome to the Don's family. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Well, um, just tell me about that journey. I mean. Uh, just tell me about how you got hooked up with this, um, with the pitching um, coach gig with USF, and how did the, you know, how that all that process became. Yeah, you know, um, I knew there was an opening here. There was a lot of movement on the West Coast this summer in general, and uh, I sent an email to Coach G, and we set up a phone call. We spoke for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and then the next day I was on campus interviewing and, and met the staff. And uh, things went well, and fortunate that they uh, invited me into the Don family here. Just say, I mean, you're, you this you have a great bio from um, up there, up in Stockton, the Delta, Delta, and uh, had some great success, Elite Eight, and Final Four appearances in the in the June Cone College, and you just right out of the gate, wasted no time, start recruiting right out of the gate. Got to do it, man. You got to keep up and. Uh, keep building the program again our, our goal is to uh, get to get to the conference tournament and move on and get to regional postseason play so no time to waste and ultimately the, the ultimate uh, the ultimate grand prize is uh, Omaha absolutely that's what that's why we're here yeah, tell me what was your time there at uh, over there at the in Stockton up there up there up there for the uh, the Mustangs so it's funny my nephew's high school is the Mustangs uh, their colors are uh, burgundy almost like USC when it comes to football though but you guys are green and uh, we were uh, we were black and golds black and golds and uh, we uh, we had a good thing going there our head coach Reed Peters uh, had a great program in place that I was fortunate to step into and uh, we just created a winning culture, and our goal was to move as many players on to the next level as possible. That was always our focus, and we just so happened to, to win a few games while we were at it, but uh, very thankful for that experience there, and uh, I enjoyed it, but I, I'm looking forward to starting this next chapter here. So now when you, now as you come here, what has been the, the, the first several weeks, the first month uh, plus uh, since you uh, left, Stockton. So far, I've loved it. Um, just getting used to the city has been great. Um, I, I found a place to live pretty quickly, which was uh, one of the biggest hurdles I was told coming in. Was <laughs> way too expensive here, and um, and people I grew up with or went to school grew up with either in the grade school or whatever has been with the um, financial economy finances and the, the budgets of where they've uh, housing here in recent times have skyrocketed. They've uh, shipped a lot of my friends uh, 
out to either to the East Bay at worst in Oakland or all the way out to Sacramento to the Valley, the Fresno, or your neck, old neck of the woods uh, in Stockton? Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about that. But, uh, again, like I said, I, I was fortunate to find a place that, that's fairly affordable. Um, you know, my, my room is a little bit more expensive than my house was in Stockton here, but, you know, getting used to that part of it. But can't trade living in one of the greatest cities in the world. So, again, I, I'm just thankful for the experience and the opportunity to, to get to know this wonderful city. And the weather is different, though, too, because it's um, 80s, upper 90s or to the triple digits to, you know, 70, 75 to about the, the, the cool around the mid, low mid 60s. Yeah, uh, definitely getting out of the heat feels nice. Um, this cool weather feels pretty good. I was back home this last weekend for the uh, the holiday weekends and went out and played some golf on uh, Monday morning. And, man, a little bit warmer than it is out here. So I'm enjoying this cooler temperature. And um, you're going to be dealing with some with the pitching staff. And what you've been, been doing uh, at the, since with, with, the, with the pitchers uh, you, you're inheriting? Well, right now, just uh, establishing a little bit of a different culture and a mindset of how we're going to go about our business and how we're going to outwork everybody. And uh, just going to outwork everybody. I like that. I like that. You mentioned that to me, how we're going to outwork. That is kind of the, uh, the theme of the day, the word of the, of, the, of the day. How do we outwork? Yeah, well, you know, we have full control over that. So we have no excuse for not outworking everybody. And if we want to accomplish uh, that special word that you said earlier, Omaha, then that's going to require a the ultimate grand prize in, in, out of over 300 plus Division One schools in the in the country. Exactly, and no one's going to hand it to you, so you have to work for it. That's right. And that's like same thing. Um, same thing. If you want to work for something bad, uh, you got to earn it. If you want to earn one of those. Uh, Throwback jerseys, uh, vintage stuff from from my era, the 80s and 90s era. Go out there and work for it. Don't work for it. Cannot have it. If you don't have enough, try a little harder. Absolutely, you said it right. And then also, um, you know, that is kind of the theme. Outworking. I think of the thing of Bill Walsh is we're gonna un- beating your man to the punch. The theory of the old Marvin Hagler. Uh, we're gonna unload on people counter giving them their best punch though oh yeah we're gonna go out and and give them our best there's no doubt about that but um, we've just been focusing on establishing our new throwing program um, bringing in some new technology Uh, the support from the athletic department has been amazing they they've let me go get all the tools necessary that that I needed to get this pitching staff rolling, yeah. He said MasterCard and, and invest into some, um, some, some kind of uh, tool works. Oh, yeah, we have our, uh, our toolbox down there filled with weighted balls and bands. You name it, we got it. And I wonder, the question is, who's going to end up uh, splitting the bill, either Coach G or, or Joan, the, 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 our AD, the, her, by the way, her first full year as the director of athletics of USF? Well, if we don't throw well enough, that bill might end up back on my plate. So, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, what was what was your what was your time your time there at um, over there at Delta? You know, it was you know the difference. You also was a sports information guy, so you kind of like half coach and half SID. Well, that was my first couple years at Delta. So. Um, before I, I really dove into it and wanted to, you know, I wasn't sure if this was the, the full career path I wanted to take or not, 
Um, and then when I, when I made that choice, I went back to school to get my master's done. And during that time period, uh, before I could teach until I finished my master's, I was doing SID work for the department, um, the athletic department, in terms of all our media con our media guide content and website content. So I just got to understand how a full athletic department functions and got to know all the athletes on campus. So it was, it was a great experience. And then you you did some football and basketball as well, though. So you know, you kind of look like more like a cornerback with your height at five eleven or so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I I don't quite have the foot speed to be a corner, but uh, yeah, yeah. So then also, you know, it's so now definitely, um, you know, this is a, this is a whole new challenge. This is your first time in Division One, right? Yes. Yeah. As a coach, I was a, I played at the Division One level, but it's been some time since I've been around it. But um, you know got to coach a lot of players that are division one caliber players so you know but doing it at this level is definitely uh, going to be a new challenge that i'm looking forward to taking on and uh what i mean yeah and who are some of your favorite pitchers you grew up uh, following though Ooh man there's so many i mean i i grew up a giants fan so you know tim lincecum of course i was a big kirk reader fan Woody. Um, as a, you know, I was left-handed, so I like Noah Lowry as well. Oh, yeah, Southpaw. What's that? Southpaw. Southpaw, yeah, yeah. Um, so those those were some of my favorites growing up, and, and even a good old Russell Ortiz. So you're part of that early 2000s when they did the heart, the experience, the heartbreak of 02, yes. and and I, yours truly was there in Anaheim for that disastrous Game 6. and. Um, Long story. I mean, I was sitting out there. Me and friends were sitting out there in the upper deck down the first baseline right field when um, Sanders came real close of catching that ball just by this close. But that's something we could save uh, at another time. But um, but they got the World Series ties. But my favorites was pitchers was Dwight Doc Gooden. I was Doc Gooden. So close to the Giants was Mike Kruko, Dave Dravecki, um Doc, uh, in the 90s, it was uh, young Pedro Martinez, mm -hmm. Pedro. Uh, Pedro's great. I love the old Brave staff watching Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz. I mean. I would say my favorite pitcher out of that, even though they, they, they broke my hearts in 93 when they lost, when the Giants lost in 93, I would say, I know it's, kind of, it's Greg Maxey. He just, he doesn't throw hard. He just like. He just, with that motion, he just drops it and let the ball float in, and you just mix it in with his pitches. Location, location, location. location. Drop the location and just, you know, he just floats it in there. Maddox uh, in his prime, because I was a teenager when he, from the time I was 15 to about 18, when he won the Cy Young four years in a row. And then another of my favorite was Pedro Martinez. Absolutely. Pedro was my favorite. And then for the Giants would be Mad Bump, Timmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, he reminds me of Dwight Gooden when he came out in the mid-'80s when I really started getting into baseball. And it's funny, I had, um, I remember he, it was a Time Magazine either from 85, 86, when he won his Cy Young in 85, and I was eight or nine years old. And and that's what, you know, and when Doc was the best pitcher in baseball, and then unfortunately things just went south with uh uh, substance abuse, unfortunately, but um, Doc was my favorite, and Dave Stewart, 
Stewart, the, the guy who was who had Roger Clemens' number in the postseason, dominated him at the Coliseum, and big game pitcher in the playoffs. So that's the guy you wanted. To, uh, never, I don't think never lost a playoff game. I think he only lost like once in the, or twice in the World Series, but he was a, the guy you wanted on the mound in a, in a big game. Oh yeah, same thing with Roger Clemens. You can't forget, uh, can't forget the big unit either, man. Randy, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. I mean, I'm not a big Kurt Schilling fan, and and because of some of the things he rubbed the wrong way, and plus he's a Republican, and you know who 45, who the fake 45, opposite Pedro Martinez. Go figure. Hey, yeah, whatever. I don't want to. I don't need to get into that part of it, but I agree with your stance. So, what's uh, your final? Um, what's going to what's going to be the plans or the outlook uh, for the future? For the future, this is you know in your first season as the Don's new pitching coach. Well, like I said, it's going to come down to to hard work, and that's that's the one thing I know we're going to do. We're gonna we're gonna change some of our mindset and how we're going to attack on the mounds and, and keep working hard. And um, that's that's again that's what we have full control over, and we're gonna we're gonna go about our business that way. All right, uh, I said my gratitude, congratulations of being on part of the Don's family. This is my 22nd year on the Hilltop. I've been here longer than a lot of a lot of the players who were even born. And you know, and great to come on. I hope you'll be here for a very long time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. That is Matt Capucher, the Don's new pitching coach. Uh, check this. W- out on facebook.com slash Don's TV or on anchor.fm slash ASM Bay Area. Latest news on Don's baseball and so much more on Don's athletics and so much more. Go to usfdons.com. And for all the Don's baseball stuff coming up, and a reminder, the USF Don's alumni weekend coming up on for the weekend from October the 5th through the 6th. More information, go to usfdons.com slash baseball page that's it for now uh, professor b here listening to on don's tv and on anchor.fm slash asn bay area